When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Kenneth Vigia, and we're back for part two of Cryptid Creeps. But first, some news. We are months away from a major milestone in this show. 500,000 listens and subscribers. That number is just baffling to me. I have a special idea in mind for us to do something live with the cast to celebrate it with you. I can't thank you all enough for your ongoing support of this show. To our talented cast and crew, and most importantly, our patrons, whose generous support means continued production quality with sound effects, music licensing, and composing, and so much more. If any of you out there want to support the show, you can do a few things. First, leave a review with your thoughts on iTunes, or get involved in the show directly by supporting us on Patreon. It really helps. QuakeCon arrives later this month on August 19th, and I can tell you it's going to be amazing, and I hope you'll tune in. I volunteer this year as staff and can't wait to tell you what we're doing. So stay tuned this month for when the schedule is finally released. I'll be streaming all weekend long, and there will be some surprises in store for you. Best of all, it'll be for charity. Visit QuakeCon.Bethesda.net to keep up to date. Additionally, our next story will be in September, but dropping all this month, we will be doing a little bit of crossover podcast celebration. There are multiple podcasts out there in the community now, born out of our writers group, but you may not know they are all in the same universe. And for the season finale next year, our worlds will be interconnected during a disastrous event. So it makes sense to introduce you to these shows now. Stay tuned next week as the first taste of Other Tales from Appalachia is dropped. And now on to our story. Before we begin, this story deals with some heavy themes, and though I wrote this episode originally as part of Season 1, I kept putting it off for several reasons. As you'll see, it was one of the more challenging ones for me to write, and feel like I could do well. This episode balances all of that with some really over-the-top humor, and a bit of classical flair for something we've not done since the early part of Season 1. Now, quiet please in the auditorium. The orchestra is getting ready to begin. In a darkened barn, fashioned into a country theater, there is an eerie glow in the wings. A show is about to begin that is otherworldly to the extreme. Check your playbill because this production features some heavy themes, dark humor, and well-warranted violence. You have been warned. Stay for the curtain opening at your own risk.
in Sam Hill, are we? Oh. Not sure. Oh, my head. Last thing I remember, I was seeing... Seeing... It's a... It's... The Flatwoods Monster, as your kind refers to me. A bit crude. But then again, what's in a name? Did you just quote Shakespeare? Ah, yes! Young William. One of the greats of your world. At least, for his time, that is. A legend in his own right. But the torch has been passed and I shall keep it aglow. What did I say? Hi, Rook. Can you understand this thing? He's saying that he's an artist or a playwright of some sort. A thespian, actually. Oh, so you like other girl aliens. Please just let the boy talk. I'm having the most fucked up fever dream. What do you want with us? What I want is to create. To take young minds and inspire them with my work. Art in its purest form. The theater. Come again? He wants us to put in a play or a skit of some sort? Exactly, young Simon. The scene. Flatwoods Farm. A war-torn land where only the strongest survive. But change is on the horizon. Creatures of Appalachia, great and small, yearn for peace and friendship. Now, it will be a small-time production focused towards children. I call it the Flatwoods Funtime Show. Let's meet our actors for the show. How get that out of my face? Introducing the grumpy but deep down lovable Gus the Goat. Where the hell's that clapping coming from? I've altered my suit from its original military design to something more fitting to my needs. I am now equipped with multiple sounds, lighting, and effects to help bring my work to life. Military, huh? You don't strike me as the type. (gasps) Alas, indeed I am not. You see, my story began long before this land came to be Appalachia. Back on my home planet, I was a star. People came from galaxies far, far away to see my productions. Think your Broadway or Hollywood, but bigger. I was at the pinnacle of my career. Until a tragic stage accident. An interstellar galactic neuron projector. The model hadn't even been released on the market, let alone tested for safety. But my insatiable appetite to stay relevant, to stay on top, clouded my judgment. What happened? An explosion of epic proportion. When I came to, my legs were no more. Years went by. My name, my work, became forgotten. Then one day, the military reached out to me with a proposition I couldn't refuse. The suit. Yes, a prototype. I was the talk of the Zeton community. I was tasked with a simple mission. Come down and conquer this land. Report back on the successness of the suit. If the suit worked, then instead of armies of Zetans to conquer a world, it would only take a few. But you're still here. So from the looks of it, the mission failed. Alas, it did. 
I crash-landed here after traveling through an unforgiving asteroid field. I've been unable to repair my suit to communicate with my home world. But what once was seen as a colossal failure has become a bright, shining beacon of hope. He's talking in riddles again. When I tried to repair my suit's communicator, I ended up receiving transmissions from your local communication towers. I was baffled to find that instead of military chatter being passed along, it was music, advertisements, and stories. You tapped into the local radio stations. Yes, your radio stations. How wondrous. How exquisite. I was drawn like a flareflaneer to a Blunkergarfen. I'm guessing that's a good thing? <coughs> of course. This suit has provided me with mobility, but your radio has given new voice to my art. I have recorded hours of songs, commercials, and sounds to create my beautiful plays once more. I am born again! <clears throat> but I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. Now, a quick roll call, or we will miss our live performance. Gus the Goat! I am not. Present and glad to be here. Wait, what? Why did I? You can use mind control, remember? Don't fight against it. Benny the bear? Dagnabbit. Cody the cow? Present. Can this day get any worse? Ah, uh, I almost forgot. Our last minute arrivals. Please welcome... Sir Ricky the raven and Morty the moth. Hi, everyone. Is that... Fletcher? In the flesh. Or Raven, I guess. <sighs> Please kill me. Morty the Moth? This is an insult to my master. It is a heresy of the darkest kind. I will not... <laughs> hey, everybody. It's me, Morty the Moth. This ridiculous helmet doesn't even look like my master. A pale comparison to his glorious... That will be enough of mentioning him. Play your parts, everyone, the way they were written, and no harm will come to you. Ah, looks like there will be no time for last-minute rehearsals. Places, everyone... The show is about to start!
Welcome back, Wasteland listeners! Coming to you live from RBTS Radio. Like a Gat Plasma on a Scorch Beast Queen, we keep those hits coming. I'm your ruggedly handsome host, The Night Wolf, reminding you that this hour of commercial free music is brought to you by Fancy Dad Cakes. Fancy Dad Cakes are. What the hell is going on? Listeners, and welcome to a fun-filled hour of the Flatwoods Fun Time Show. On today's episode, we'll be visiting some very special friends down on the farm. I'm Farmer Flatwoods, so hop on my wagon and let's mosey over to Flatwoods Farm. Jasper, looks like we're here. Oh, look, there's one of our farmyard friends now. Hey there, Cody the cow. Hey there, Farmer Flatwoods. (laughs) No, I'm not going to say that. It sure is. Say, where are the rest of our farmyard friends? What's that rustling in the bushes over there? Hey there, farmer. You got anything good to eat? Why, it's Benny the Bear. Always thinking with your tummy, aren't you, Benny? Well, when my cave is bare... I just come over hair. <laughs> you can always count on a home-cooked meal from the Flatwoods Farm. Come for the food and stay for the friendship. They'll fill your tummy and heart. Aww. Couldn't have said it better myself, Benny. Hey there, guys and gals. What's going on? Hey there, Gus. Oh, and there's Morty the Moth. All right, which one of you turned the light on again? You know how Morty... My bad. Whoa, what a head rush. Where am I? Oh, Morty. Not as bright as those bulbs you like so much, hmm? Oh, dare you insult. Oh, hey there, Farmer Flatwoods. Didn't see you there. Gather round. Gather round. Today we're going to be talking about how to make new friends. Why would we do that, Farmer Flatwoods? You're the only friend we need. Oh, Carter, you're as sweet as the milk you make. Somebody kill me, please. 
I am not going to ridicule my master. Gee, farmer, I sure could use some friends. But I run my head into things so much I... I don't think anyone would want to be friends with someone as dumb as me. Aww. Well, Morty, that's why I'm here, to help you. Now, I invited some special critters to the farm today for us to make friends with. Sir Ricky the Raven, bring our first guest out, please. How did I end up in this mess? I mean, jolly good Farmer Flatwoods. I shall go and fetch our first guest. Ow! Get back! Back, I say! Here she is, and might I say she is a sweetheart. That just tried to eat me. Ah, a Snallygaster. Often criticized by their appearance. Now here's someone who needs a friend. Benny, why don't you come down here and meet our new friend? Nope, not happening. Of course I will come down here and meet our new friend. Hey there, friend. My name is Benny, and I would like to be your... Burning through my suit! Ah, my skin! My skin! Well, that's, uh... Unfortunately, friendships don't always work out as planned. Looks like Snallygaster isn't ready for friendship just yet. Lucky for us, there are plenty more friends. Richard, bring out our next guest. Jolly good, sir. I will at once. Here you go, sir. Goat Squatch, old pal. It's good to see you. Yes, you are on the show. Now, I would like you to meet Cody the Cow. That, I'm not coming anywhere near that thing. Oh, that Cody. Always such a joker. No, I do not want to die like this? Now, an important thing to remember is it helps to speak the other's language. That way, you can understand each other. Deepen your friendship. Now, Cody, let's try making some goat impressions to communicate with our friend here. Oh, not quite. Try again, and really give it your all. Nah, nah. This is a bad idea. Oh, come on. You call that a go call? It's more like this. Very good, Gus. But we want Cody to. Hey, cut that out. Well, friends, it seems that our two goat friends are hitting it off quite well. They're even hugging. Okay, okay, that's enough. Hey, hey now, wh- wh- where oh, are you? my... It seems Get our off two of me. friends are... No! No! Stay away from me! Stay away! Well, um, it seems that... We should go to a commercial break? Ah, uh, yes! Excellent idea, Simon. I mean, 
Cody, hey, hey, folks, don't touch that dial. Our show will be right back after this quick commercial break. Oh, no. Oh, no. The show is ruined. What do I do? Calm down. Everything's going to be fine. Humans love a good commercial. Do you have any pre-recorded in that suit of yours? I should in here somewhere. Let me see. All right, while he's distracted, Fletcher, Solomon, get over here quick. Now, I've noticed that his mind control power only works up to a certain distance. He was able to control Cletus and the Goat Squatch earlier for the exact reason. So if we can keep him distracted with playing that commercial, we might be able to make a break for it. But we all need to work together. Agreed? Agreed. Fletcher. You are a wanted criminal, Rex. You can't expect to help in good conscience. If you want to get out of this demented kid time show, you have no choice. All right, I'll help. But after this, I'm coming after you. Fair enough, Fletcher. How many more creatures are in the barn? Just one. Perfect. What is it? It's... It's a death claw. <laughs> of course it is. It doesn't matter. I was able to collect some of the Snallygaster saliva. It should be enough. There's a sorry on the beast and it caused a diversion while we escape. Fletcher, you draw the creature out where Solomon will be waiting with this container of spit. I'll keep the Flatwoods monster distracted. Everyone got it? Got it. Let's do this. Aha! Here it is! Farmer Flatwoods would now be a good... Time to get our next guest ready while you play the commercial? Splendid idea, Cody! Way to be a team player! Just trying to do moo part! <laughs> and such a card you are! Okay, let's try another one then. Fletcher, what's the Death Claw doing? I don't know. He's sleeping. And what? The plan was for him to be awake. Hey, no, that'll work even better. Solomon, climb up into the loft and pour the spit down on it. I give you the signal. Fletcher, as soon as he does, you open the barn door and let the death claw out. While the Flatwoods monster is distracted, we hightail it for that thicket of trees over there. Make our escape. Son of a flirtleflop! Why won't this thing work? Alright, I guess. I will just play this one instead. Here's your tea, dear. Thanks for coming over on such short notice. Well, it sounded urgent on the phone. Is everything all right? Oh, Connie. We've been friends for a long time. May I be candid with you? Well, of course, Marjorie. What's the matter? I just don't understand, Connie. Harold's always been a creature of habit. He would get off work every day and come home to have some of my pie. Oh, I know. My Walter's the same way. That was until he had to work late one night. He came home and didn't want my pie. He didn't want a piece? Not a single piece. He usually eats the whole thing. 
The next morning, I kissed him goodbye, and as he drove away, I saw it. A discarded wrapper in the trash. Fancy daddy cakes. Fancy dad cakes? Never heard of it. Neither did I until I caught Harold. What do you mean? What happened? Well, one night I caught him sneaking over to Ted Johnson's house. The young single guy that just moved in down the street? The same. I looked right out our front door, and there was Harold, hanging out, right by his back door. Next thing I knew, Ted pulled out his fancy daddy cakes. I just couldn't watch Connie. Oh, my dear Marjorie, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you and me both. Marjorie, when did you start smoking? Honey, I'm home. Boy, work was tough today. Uh, sorry I'm running late. Oh, Connie, I didn't realize we were on company this evening. What, what's the occasion? Oh, she just dropped by for a chat. Girl stuff, you know. Hair, nails, fancy daddy cakes. <laughs> fancy what now? Oh, don't play coy with me, Harold. I know all about you and Ted. Why, Harold, is my pie not good enough for you anymore? Well, it's just... I'm gonna go. Call you later, Marge. It's what? It's what? It's just different. They're so soft and sweet, and your, your pie is just, uh, well, dry. Excuse me? Marjorie, what, what are you doing? Easy now, that's my, that's my mother's good china. Marge. Introducing Fancy Dad Cakes. Soft, pillowy cakes with a sweet glaze on top. So sticky, soft, and oh so good. They just might be the death of you. Pick them up today at your local corner store. Now with two in a pack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're even better warm. Harold! Fancy Dad Cakes, for when your man craves something fancy. Welcome back, friends. Our next guest comes all the way from a quaint island nestled in the western side of Appalachia. Please welcome Deathclaw. I said, please welcome Deathclaw. Now, do it now. It's on a rampage! Run! Ah. My ink! No, no, no! It's destroying the set! Stop, you brute! Oh, he's too strong! I can't hold it! Now's our chance. Head for the trees. I can't. It's my ankle. Leave it. I'll only slow you down. No! You can't leave! Solomon, come on, we've got to get out of here. Go on without me. I'll be right behind you. Be careful. 
I'm afraid your show has been cancelled permanently. What, what are you doing? As a man of the cloth, I oppose violence. But when someone desecrates the name of my master, well, the demand for justice must be satisfied. Wait! No! Stop! You! You've ruined everything! Sorry, young one, but nothing, not even you, will stand in the way of my art. I really am sorry about this. Where did all this wind come from? Angry moth noises. Step away from the boy. You, how... Dare you! This! I said step away from the boy! This isn't the end, Mothman! For you, it will be soon! Dust, dust, and away! Yeah, it's me. I was afraid this cryptid's got you when you didn't come back. Nah, I just had trouble seeing my way back after that snally spit acid in my eye. How'd you fare with the goat squatch? Goat squatch? Where? Well, maybe we'll just take the day off. How's it going there, Grease Monkey? Well, it's going. I had to do the thermal sheeting over a few times. Hey, look who's coming down the road. Simon, what is he wearing? Look, make sure to have that talk with him. It's going to be messy, so it's best to get this over with fast. 
Just go easy on him. He's been through a lot. He spent more time in that place than you and I have, and each time he comes back, there's less of him that does. Once you guys finish up and clean up, I'll have warm plates ready and we can talk. Make sure he understands that we are not abandoning him, and don't want this to get in the way of our friendship. We've had enough of that out here already. Okay. I love you. Love you too. Hey, you would not believe the bullshit I've been through. Got everything? Yes. What the hell are you wearing? I'd rather not talk about it. Here, everything we need. Avert your eyes or something. I'm putting on normal clothes. Took you a bit, but while you were gone, I got most of these parts assembled for what we had materials for. There. So much better. Look, I've never been handy with this kind of stuff, but... I can at least be your tool, bitch. Which wouldn't be completely out of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cut it out. Let's start by fabricating the metal sheeting for the reactor housing. The core assembly diagram is there. Uh, maybe you can get started on that bit? Sounds good. It's, uh... It's been nice after everything we've been through to all be back together again. Yeah, it, it really has. I I know you've been busy and everything chasing down these keys, but after the shit show the last few years have been, for the first time I feel at home, settled. And other things are pretty good too. Yeah, you know. I love you. Both of you. It's always been you guys when I think about it. I don't think anyone planned it this way. No, but we've we've always been close, there for each other. Is isn't it weird for you? The other stuff? Maybe at first, but for the first time in as long as I can remember, I didn't feel alone anymore. Yeah. You sure you know what you're doing building that thing? Can't be any worse than the generator we used for the 4th of July celebration back at the vault. How that thing held together is still a mystery to me. Sometimes I miss those days. You ever wish we could go back? Just us. Just go back there as we are now. The way we feel, what we've learned, but to be back there, just living our lives without all of this shit to worry about. Now, I mean, yeah, things were simpler, but it doesn't mean it can't be that way again. I suppose you're right. I mean, look at you and Amada. I was honestly jealous of what you two have. It was always the Three Musketeers... And then it was Romeo and Juliet and their awkward sidekick. You'd found love and created some sense of normalcy in this crazy world. And then, well, then things happened and now I've just been lucky enough to share in that. I'm grateful for that. Hand me the three-eighths, will ya? See, I told you I wasn't handy. Here you go. With Mata, I've been crushing on her since back in the vault. 
You know how many fucking multits I slurped down at that counter day after day trying to find the balls to ask her out? What the three of us have now is... different. What do you mean? I mean, I love you, but to me you've always been like a brother. Family. Right, but we're not... No, no, I know. I'm just saying, we're not exactly living a normal situation all sleeping together. Did you picture the cover of our Picket Fences magazine? <laughs> is is there is there a problem? I don't understand. No. I mean, ow! Fucking metal. Slice my finger. Shit, hang on here. Killing Sob should fix that right up. Ow! Oh, stop wiggling for fuck's sake. You're going to end up with the jar all over your hand and Amada's going to ask why she was left out. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you said you wanted what we have instead of sharing. Don't you want something of your own? There, all healed. No, I don't... I don't know. I... I have everything I need now. Besides, can you imagine trying to date out here? I'd probably get catfished by a deathclaw in a dress. No, I mean... How's it going out here? I brought you guys some lemonade. Oh, thank God. What? I mean, I was thirsty. Oh, man, that hits the spot. Thanks, hon. It's going... The help's not as pretty, but he's trying. Is everything going okay? Yeah, we just started chatting. Finishing the housing, and we should be good to start assembly in a second. No complaints here. You know, building isn't my strong suit. I will happily switch with you, Amada. You're better at this anyway. It's better that you help him, Simon. If it's usually the two of us, we don't get any work done. <laughs> Who says that's not the case here? You know you're my one and only. I'm going to be. Okay. Let me know when you get that reactor up and running, boys. Once you guys are done, come inside and we can talk. Catch up and stuff over dinner. We will. Thanks, hon. No kiss for me, huh? I, I see how it is. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's fine, I'm just busting you. I don't need that all the time. Here, drop the control rods in. There. Water pumps are already connected to the steam generator. Oh. I mean, that was nuts, will ya? But it's only Tuesday. Shut up, you know what I mean. Once I get these bolted tight, uh, we should be good to go. There, alright, let's start her up. You sure we shouldn't switch this thing on with a very long stick? Historically, I'm prone to getting blown up. It'll be fine. Here it goes. Ta-da! Told you it would work. Simon. Simon. Always worry. Yeah, yeah. Here. Stand right there. I want to get a picture of this. Is this really necessary? Of course, the first new fusion reactor in Appalachia. We're making history. I guess. But you helped, too. Let me grab a motto. Nah, hold it there. Flex. Flex or something. She'll love it. It's hilarious when she compliments your nectarine biceps. <laughs> Perfect. Now one of us. I'm gonna have to long arm this thing. Okay. Come here. No. Listen, I need to... What are you being all weird for? Just hold on to me for a second. No! God damn it! What's the matter with you? I can't. I can't do this. 
I'm trying to push your foot around it, but fuck it. I'll tell it like it is. Us? Can't be us. This? All of this? Isn't working. I'm sorry, it's not. What do you mean? That night we were glad to be safe again? Sickleman dead? Probably. When you weren't resurrecting, we didn't know if we'd lost you. But then when you showed up, you saved our lives, and it just felt good to be get together again. When we are, that's our power. We're unstoppable. That night, that was a mistake. It was too much drinking, and we've always been close. So I suppose it was fucking inevitable that... A mistake? What the fuck are you talking about? We talked about it afterward. We decided to see where all of this led us. We kept sleeping together. How is that a mistake, Jake? And we talked, and it can't happen again. We? You and Amada? Yes. It's weird. How? How is it weird? We can figure it out. It's not a picket fences situation, no. But what the hell does it matter if we're happy? Why does it need labels or stigmas or fears? Who the hell cares? And honestly, who is going to judge out here? Look at what our competition is. There's a five-ton bat flying through the skies and cannibals living in a luxury hotel. It's not about judgment. You're deflecting. Listen to me. It's uncomfortable and it's not what we want. I'm sorry you don't feel the same, but we don't. We want something simple with each other. Oh, really? So, all of this, these last few weeks was what? Just stringing me along? Was it for pity? Huh? Because I'm so fucking pathetic? No, of course not. That has nothing to do with it. We love you. We care about you. But we're friends with you. That's it. And the circle is complete once again. What? A pact. You. Both of you promised me we'd stick together out here no matter what. Then, before the vault door opens, you both vanish. Weeping over all that. No, you abandoned me! And then, when I finally find you, the very first thing you do is violate me with some kind of genetic code bullshit. And I spent a year, a year fighting alone to stop myself from turning into some kind of cannibalistic monster. I've been shot, blown up, eaten, burned... And once I had my one opportunity to roll back the clock and restart my life over again, that too was taken away from me. Now you're taking this away from me after using me. Jesus, it's always what you want, what you think. Maybe you stop living with your head up your ass for five minutes rambling on in your holotapes about how everything sucks. You'd find happiness instead of sucking it out of others. Figure your shit out. I'm done. Where the hell are you going? I'm not done talking. Fuck you. No, fuck you, Jake. No, Jake, down! Jesus! You almost took my head off. What did you do? No, 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 I'm sorry. Sorry, I was just mad. Shit, what's going on? The reactor's overheating. But that doesn't make any sense. The cooling system is destroyed. Can't you just shut it off? It's too late for that. The temperature's accelerating too fast. If we can't release the pressure and get the temperature down, it's gonna blow. Fuck that. We need to get out of here. No, I can fix this. Jake, we need to go. This is bad. Where is the... 
The coolant? Who gives a shit? Let's get the fuck out of here. This fucking reactor. If it blows, it'll take everything with us. The diner, everything. I can't just let it destroy what Amada and I built. Don't worry, I got this. Suit yourself. Wait, tell Amada. Get it. Simon. Simon. Ah. Jake? Jake, no! No! I saw an explosion from across the street. Jake! Are you guys... Simon. Where's Jake? I, uh... Simon. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened. The reactor... No! No! Jake! No, I'm not awake. The radiation. You can't go in there. Damn it. Where's that rat don't. It's too dangerous. Jake! Jake! Where are you? Mother, don't. Jake! Hang on! Hang on! I got you! It's fine, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. No big deal, he can just. He can just resurrect. It'll be fine. It'll all be fine. But it will cost, Simon. Huh? Don't... You... Die on me! How did this happen? I, uh... I don't know. I, I think he forgot the, the coolant or something. It happened so fast. Like I... Like I said... He, You'll be okay, Amada. Your hands. Let me. Don't touch me. Where were you? Did you leave him in there by himself? You were halfway across the fucking yard, Simon. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. Grab I... his legs. We need to get him inside. Here. The couch. Amada. Uh, uh, I know. Amada. I know. Lift him. Here. He's not healing. Why didn't the stem pack work? It's, it's the Rads. He's irradiated. Here. Rad X. Take it. Stay with him. Need to fetch my med kit. Jake. Jake. Jake, don't tell her. You can't tell her. Jake. Get away. Don't tell her. From me. You can't uh, tell uh, her. Mara. You can't tell her. She'll never forgive me. You'll be fine. Here. Another stim pack. It's not working. His face. Oh, God, his face. I don't understand. I can't fix this. You stay with him. Give him water as much as he can drink. I'm going to fetch Doc C.J. Martin at the clinic. Keep an eye on him. Sure. Uh, yeah. Of course. Why? Oh. Why what? 
it was an accident. It was just an accident. And the, the coolant, oh, you messed up. Liar. Why? Stop asking that. Jesus, your skin is coming off. I, I can't be here. I can't. I can't do this. Here's some water. I'm sure she'll be back. I, I've got some things to take care of. I'm sure you'll be fine. Wait. Wait. Come back. Don't leave me. Oh. that patient. I don't get to do too many house calls nowadays since clinic's been opened. Back here. She's settled down a bit. I think she wore herself out trashing the place. Chode back? Yeah. Good work, dude. Little friend quiet now. Punch singer song for a bit. Think made friend not angry. Kid? Kid? You okay? Well, heaven have Betsy. Hey. Big fella, can you make me a hole here in the side of the wall? Bow. Yay, big. Punch can do. What are you doing, Doc? Well, if my suspicions are correct, and, uh, well, I, I'm gonna need a sedator to be sure. What is that? Just a little tranquilizer gun. Don't worry, it won't harm her a bit. Punch do! Punch do! There we are. Look at that. Well done, my green friend. You know, before I leave, I'd love to give you a checkup. I don't get much opportunity to learn about your kind. <laughs> Usually I'm just running for my life. <laughs> now, let's see. Ah, there she is. All right. Call to her now. Hey, kid. Curtain climber. <laughs> Over here. You, uh, you remember the Easter egg hunt? Y- you and Ellen there w- went out to find all them eggs we hid. <laughs> you-, you came home with a death claw egg. Man, I'll-, I'll never forget when that pissed off mom came looking for it. <laughs> That's right. Come on. Remember. Right on time. It's safe now. 
You can unlock the door, son. Jeez, look at this place. Now let's see what's wrong with you, darling. What's that? I just need to get a good check of her heart rate and a good look at her skin color. Have my bag, won't you, boy? Uh, yeah, here you go. Is... is she gonna be okay? Hmm. Her pulse is off the charts. People response? Hey, hand me that syringe. You need some blood or something? Yes, sir. Now, now. Shh. Doing good, darling. Let's see here. Now, hand me that there cable, son. We're gonna let the good old pit boy do the work. <laughs> oh, no. Now, that's what I was afraid of. What is it? What's wrong? This sometimes happens to cool folk. To be honest, we don't know why. Sometimes, inevitably, and eventually, well, they go... feral. What the hell do you mean? I mean, she's fading. I've been looking into it. I had a few cases, families losing fathers or mothers. This is the first case I've seen in a child. Well, what can you do? There's nothing I can do, son. Just keep her comfortable, or you let her go. I'm not about to tell you what to do between those two options. But just know some families have had to make that decision themselves. Listen here, you son of a bitch. Whatever you need. Whatever it takes. Caps? You need caps? I'll get some. Supplies? Just... Just tell me what I can do. Listen, son, I... I can't lose her. Tell me. There has to be something. I wish I could help, but... I don't know what to tell you. Once the process starts, it don't stop. I figured something in the blood, but... That's about it. Please. You don't understand. She... She's my kid. She's like my own flesh and blood now. Please, whatever it takes. Flesh and blood. Well. Hmm. There's one possibility. Hey, you remember your blood type? You know, from one of your checkups in the vault. I... Oh, negative. Why? All right. Wonderful. You could be a donor for anybody. She's A negative. So you just about rolled the dice there. Listen. This is a long shot, and we're talking something real experimental here. But there's a chance. Just a chance, son. Whatever it is, I'll do it. Now hold your horses. You don't understand what's required here. I can't promise nothing, but a transfusion will be enough to flush out her system. But how much? She can have it. You don't understand. Whatever's in their blood, whatever caused them to go feral, it's systemic and widespread. She'd need a total transfusion. All of it. She'd need all her blood replaced? Do it. Well, don't go swallowing the barrel just like that. You understand what I'm saying here, son? You'll die. I know that seems a matter less these days, but I've been seeing some troubling side effects in whatever in tarnation is behind this resurrection cycle. Doesn't matter. 
What do you need? That's the problem. The kind of equipment needed can only be found in one place. AVR Medical Center. Here. Let me sketch it out for you. You'll most likely find it in one of the ORs or the trauma center. Fine. I'll be back as quick as I can. Timing is a factor here, son. Whatever this degenerative disease is that causes them to go feral destroys their minds. Her memories, her personalities, her cognition, they'll all be gone. So you best split the wind, boy. Punch come with Chode? No. You stay here with the Doc, Moose, and Pats. I'll be quicker on my own. This is for me to do. Will she be okay while I'm gone? Yes, indeed. Not to worry. I hooked her up with a sedative here on this IV, and then we'll move her into a bedroom. That way she's as comfy as possible. You listen here, kid. I'll be back soon. Don't you give up on me, you hear? Punch, take care of friend. Chode, run! Chode, run! Be back soon. Stay safe out there, son. In Godspeed. Now, come on, my green friend. Let's gently move her downstairs, okay? One, two... Hold on, kid. Just you hold on. Stupid piece of shit radio station. I was a huge star, and now all of a sudden they're doing this kind of shit on me. What kind of half-baked scheme is this? I deserve better than this. Don't they know who I am? All right, welcome back, listeners. Looks like the airwaves got crossed with someone else's feed. But we are back in better than ever. Here's another classic hit. Your Secret Admirer by Wendy Wendigos.
Once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. Once upon a wasteland is their story. Follow Elizabeth Kirby and Odessa Valdez as they pursue their happily ever after in the post-apocalyptic Appalachian wasteland of Fallout 76. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other podcasting platforms. Once Upon a Wasteland, a Fallout 76 love story. Available now. You've been listening to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.